come, cast, and plunge. Have you took the plunge yet on the cross? Oh, 163. 162, that is. I just looked down and saw a number. One, 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 one sixty-two. I know a close kin of mine is living by faith. But I'm living by faith. Amen. Confidence. Amen. <laughs>
165. If you're living by faith, it won't be trouble to kneel at the cross. We're so scientific. We're so educated. And there's nothing wrong with being that as long as you don't let that exalt your mind beyond this right here. Kneel at the cross. Yeah. 
sent him to prison, but they're sending him to 18 months in rehab, which is better than 10 years in prison. But rehab's not all that great. But he sounded really good, um, sober, you know, so y'all just remember him. All right. Remember uh, Diane Kicklider, and also let's remember Dan and Becky Lord. Let's remember them in prayer. All right. Remember my sister. She's... Oh, and remember Brother Jack back here too. I know. I'm not saying a lot, but please remember him in prayer. Yes. Amen. My sister is pretty much the primary go-to person, caregiver type, whatever, for my mom and dad. And uh, she also has two children. She's a single mom. And uh, her oldest is Laura. She's, what, 21 or something. She's now going to, uh, she wants to be a teacher, so she has to go to college. And so she's uh, moving out to stay there at the college type, you know, and it was pretty traumatic. And I'm not, I'm not saying that in any kind of negative way, but, you know, just that season of life and then boom, which I knew it would come, but, you know, sometimes you don't, uh, you're not prepared for things like that. Not well. And my family, you may handle it fine. That's fine. That's good. That's wonderful. But I do remember my sister and uh, she has a son. He's, he's 19, 20, 19. Uh, very good children, but I told them before I left, I said, please, don't go out there, wherever you go, wherever you go, and decide, like so much in the culture has done, and just say, I don't have to do that no more. I don't have to live like this no more. And, and persuade yourself that all that's available, all the distinctiveness that I have been taught by the Word of God and by some tradition, I'll just lay it to the side. Don't do it. Please don't. At any cost, do not do it. You will never regret it. And I say the same to you boys and girls. Because if you do that, if, if you lose that, your children will never know it, never see it, Never experience it. Be tragic. It'll be awful. We must not live our, lose our distinctiveness. I could go on and on about that, but pray for them. Pray for them. And my mom and dad. Uh, remember the Jim Drosky family? That was Chad's granddad. Uh, he passed away yesterday, I believe it was. So do remember them. <clears throat> And uh, let's remember these requests. Let's find our place and pray. 
That's the Lord help us in the service tonight. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
Lord. Amen. We can but touch. Just touch. You know, um, there are times and healings that we uh, we try to do a lot of things for to get the healings. But you have to understand that the Lord didn't really require a lot of all that. Um, it was just when we were able to finally touch Him personally. Make that connection with Him. That's when those healings come. And um, can't earn a healing. Can't earn a touch. All we can do is reach out by faith. Ask Him. Uh, I've told the story a bunch of times. I'm not going to retell it again about uh, when I was, when the Lord healed me of that migraine headache. I don't know how many times I prayed before that time. Lord, heal me. Heal me. Heal me. Times I, I'd abuse myself. I wouldn't take nothing. I'd do all kinds of things, you know. Trying to show the Lord, I'm serious about this thing. But it wasn't until that, that one time I just reached out to that handle. And I said, Lord, heal me. You know what we're trying to do? And I opened my eyes and it was gone. Wow. I love, he- I love to hear about healing, but also know can't figure out God. He'll heal one, and the next one he'll let suffer. Huh? But I can tell you this much. God knows all. And he knows just what we need to make heaven our home. I appreciate the Lord. So good having all of you here with us this evening. Good to have a Joy's friend. I didn't catch her name earlier. Whitney. Whitney, good having her. And uh, it's good having Jerry back with us. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is getting regular. We're going to start expecting it. I'm going to get a phone number out of you. Know, you'll learn what I do with all the others. When they miss, I generally call it on them, you know, checking on them. You sick? You all right? You know? So anyway, but, uh, uh, and Brother Jackie's here. Appreciate the Lord for them being here. Feel like the Lord's asking me to ask you if we can have a prayer line, please. Sure. While she sings. All right. Okay. Like, almost like if we don't have, like, I feel like I'm being disobedient. Come on. Come on. No, it's not out of order. No, not, not at all. All right. Those who are needing prayer, if you can make it up here, if you can't, let me know. We'll come around to you. Come on, Brother Robert.
I'm getting to the place now that I, it's hard for me to think about it. In some ways, I think I feel really old. In some ways, I don't feel too very old. But uh, I am getting to the place now where I've been trying to live for the Lord for a long time. And I've found that just trust in Jesus. Don't complain about where you're at. It can always be worse. And, and just, I know several times I found myself caught in a, in a, a tide heading in a particular direction. And I thought, I'm not going to go that way. Oh no, I'm not going to go that way. And all along, that was the Lord sending me to a place. Because He had something for me. We've got to get to the place where in good or in bad, we praise Him. Yes. Amen. We love Him. No matter if we're, we're healthy or sick, happy or sad, we just got to keep on going on. It's not easy. I can tell you, it's not easy sometimes. But the Lord will help us. And you'll be surprised how much easier it is once you get them hands up. At home, at the kitchen sink, or in your recliner, or even in bed and say, Jesus, I love you. Help me, Lord. I found many times the Lord comes right on by. And He helps me. And I appreciate the Lord for that. Amen. I don't know where we're at. Brooklyn, I guess, right? <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for obeying the Lord. Sister Bridget. Uh, I am not the only one that uh, leads uh, the direction of the service. You've been living holy life. You've been living for the Lord and the Lord deals with you. You'll find Brother Jeff will give away easy. Because my number one goal is to obey God. That's in service and out of service. And so there are times other people may have the key. And so, uh, but I appreciate what God's doing for us. I sure do. Um, Oh, okay. Right there. Come on, Brother Edward. I'm smiling down at the phone. I'm hoping she's listening. Come on, brother Edward. Pray for you. Amen. Um, the Lord's really, some of the stuff the Lord has been dealing with me about is that we've got to get out of this closed in COVID stuff. I'm not against restrictions. I want you to take care about it. I'm not saying that. But there's just been that mentality of staying away from different folks. You know, oh, hey, how are you? No, you don't have to come over. We just need to get to the place where we're, we're willing to be real with people. I pray for some folks down there at uh, Mulberry Street and uh, anyway, they were surprised. I said, 
What's wrong? They said, you're touching our hands. Said, we've had others that come by and they wouldn't touch our hands. These young people down here, we didn't pray for them as good as we did last Sunday. We really need to. They need that those hands upon them. And uh, you might think not, you might not think anything of them. Oh, they're just a bunch of rattle traps and just trouble all over and, and all. But there's something going on there. Amen. They do not have to be here. They're calling Brother Todd and, and I think uh, Brother Ryan and saying we want to come to church. Amen. Okay. And there's other churches that will pick them up. Oh yes, there is. Yeah. There is. Anthony's the main one. Amen. Yeah. So we really need to pray. And uh, I know Anthony. Um, he's uh, he's dealing with some things right now. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. The last thing he needs to feel from us is rejection. Amen. He does not need to feel rejection. And you may never say, I didn't say nothing to him. You may have a smile on your face, but there's just something about what's going on in your head that they'll pick up on. And so, a lot of y'all still got young children. Yeah. That may be something you may have to face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got some extended family. I'm sorry, I'm kind of slow, but I'm trying to weigh my words before I get it. But I've got some extended family out, and they've got little children. And, uh, and so, what, what are they wanting for Christmas, you know? And so they sent sent me the message back for one particular little girl. She likes girly stuff. And for the other little girl, she likes boy stuff. Eight or nine years old. It's the age that we're living in. But prayer and love, it'll heal. And they're no worse than the boys and girls that run off at an early age and doing adult things that they shouldn't do. They're no worse. No worse. Take a service. I got you. Tracy, you want to sing those songs? You got one? Got a good one? We've been requested that Brother Todd and Sister Bridget sing free to worship. Get him back up here quick. <laughs> 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 huh? I will try it for you. I'm not prepared for that. Oh, great. Bless him. Bless him, Lord. All right. Yes. Um, when they thought simply was sick this first time, and I don't know when, but we weren't worried. Yeah. You just, we weren't worried what was going to happen. We just, we just, it's in the hospital, but we both had a peace. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. She didn't hardly miss a beat, did she? But that peace. Yeah. Yeah. It was never there before. Yeah. I believe. And I'm very thankful for that. Yes, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I praise God. I know. We, we get, uh, we get like, messages in our phones from years and years ago. One of them was from seven years ago. All the road pictures come from somewhere in the cloud or something. But we got one from seven years ago. It was of me and of Bridget. And it was it was probably in our, in, in just about in our worst of times. And uh, my picture was a typical long hair, beard, uh, probably high. But Bridget's picture was um, a little disturbing. I, uh, I got a picture on my phone, if y'all want to see it later. But she um, she took a selfie, and her eyes were black as that piano, hollow. She looked dead, completely dead inside. No emotions, no feelings, just dead, cold, dead. And I look at that picture, and I look at her now, and it's just a transformation. Oh, yes. I tell testimony a lot, and oh, look at the changing top, but there's been an amazing change. Yes, there has been. Eyes. And her eyes are just, just emotionless, nothing. Couldn't believe it, just dead. Thank you. Changed. Thank you. 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 That's right.
but but so hungry yes, for what you have, what we have. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you,
the word, the word of God. We can all have opinions. We can all say, well, I think this or I think that. But I'm going to tell you, the final rule is going to be through the word of God. If you want to know what God likes, read the word of God. If you want to know what the Lord hates, read the word of God. If you want to know how much he loves you, Read the word of God. That's right. Amen. Were you standing to testify? Okay. okay. Praise God. You have your Bibles. Turn with me to Acts chapter four. <clears throat> Acts chapter four. <clears throat> when you have it, say amen. Amen. And we'll start in verse one. And as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they ta- uh, taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold until the next day. For it was now evening time. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men Uh, was about 5,000. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and the elders and scribes and Annas, the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, uh, as many as were kindred of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have ye done this? Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand before you whole. And this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven and earth, uh, I'm sorry, under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, 
they could say nothing against them. But when they had commanded them to go aside, the count, uh, go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do with these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that it spread no farther among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in his name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all or, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them, because the people for all men glorified God for what, uh, that which was done. For the man was above 40 years old of whom this miracle of healing was done. Amen. Let, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank You. I thank You for Your Word. I thank You, Lord, for the power that is in Your name. I thank You, Lord, for the healing power and the saving power and the delivering power that is within You. I thank You for the Holy Ghost that comes by and teaches us all things in You and directs our hearts and directs our lives that, Lord, we might be obedient unto You and You alone. Come by here this evening. For truly, Lord, I'm trying to be obedient unto You. And I want to do Your will. Come by and help us. Bless us and anoint us, we pray. In Your blessed holy, righteous, and wonderful name, that name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Here in these Scriptures, they were coming and saying to Peter and John, and I might add something too, when Peter and John answered them, I feel like, more than likely, that John's father was in this group. His father was known to be a leader and a ruler among the Sadducees or the Pharisees. I'm not sure which. We don't show it exactly in the Scriptures, but that's really about the only reason I know that he got away with his life. The next one they brought in was James. He did not get away. They killed him. And they threatened John and Peter again and again. But I believe part of it not only was the Lord, but because it, John's dad was there. Can you imagine having to stand up knowing your dad didn't agree with your doctrine? Huh? Several of us have had to experience that. And it's important for us to be willing to say, Thus saith the Lord. Amen. Not something we made up, but through the Word of God. And uh, over the last month or so, I've been re uh, listening to books on, on tape uh, while I have to do my chores for Teresa. 
But anyway, uh, I'm playing. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> to hear the bloodshed and the torture that it took to bring this English language Bible yes. to us. Yes. The Catholics did not want the Bible written in a way we could understand. They wanted us to just uh, assume and trust them. You know, it's good to trust your minister, but oh, when you find your minister's led you astray. I don't know about you, but I've had some in the past, and it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. But here in these Scriptures, we see that John and Peter stood up against all of them. Amen. And told them plainly and clearly, we preach in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so here in 2021, we're at it again, folks. Those who have the biggest uh, speaker, the biggest uh, way of broadcasting, they're setting the doctrines and the teachings for the church. And some of their teachings do not line up with the Word of God. So many of them today, they are, are making it easier on sin. Sure, yes, there have been times that the church has abused its position in trying to come against sin. But oh, we need to realize God still hates sin. Jesus is against sin. Jesus is against all types of lying and cheating and murder and stealing and homosexuality and fornication and uh, child abuse and whatever else can be out there. He's against it. It's a sin. But I can tell you that whenever you make somebody stand out. I was reading about... uh, um, John Wesley's father, um, Samuel Wesley, <clears throat> he was a hard man. He was a hard man. Now this is way back and they did that kind of stuff, but if somebody was caught in adultery or anything, he'd make them, when they came to church, mind you, stand somewhere out up and they put a white sheet over them, make them stand the entire service. In doing that, trying to cause the children to be scared and all that, I can tell you what it causes people to do. It causes them not to get caught. It don't cause them not to do it. Huh? They get good at sneaking about around on it. Amen. And all it does, it doesn't help any. When a person falls in sin, they need mercy. They need help. They need compassion. And to show them that the Lord loves them and died for them while they were yet sinners. Hallelujah. And so here we see uh, that Peter and John, they were not going to back up on what the Lord had done. They weren't going to soften it up. They weren't going to make it harder. They were going to do according to God's Word. It's important for us to be careful 
in this day and hour. I see two great errors in the in uh, the so-called church in America today, and, and there's a lot more, but I'm just going to talk to you about two. One of them is to make it easier for sinners, and to make it to the place that sinners never feel the power of conviction, and that they feel like they're just as good as a saint, and that there's nothing wrong with them, and that they never need to repent. They can just live like they are living, and they'll go to heaven. And of course, there was that one book, I can't remember uh, the writer of it right now, um, John something other. But anyway, he, uh, he wrote God Wins. And in that book, he described that there is no hell. That's taken away from the Word of God. There is a hell. There is. There are bad circumstances that people live in right here and now. But let me tell you, no matter how bad they are right now, when we face the Lord and we hear Him say, Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. Then we're going to find out the real meaning of hell and those burning flames. I don't know about you, I don't want to hear the Lord say that. I don't want to hear the Lord uh, say, you know, depart from me, I never knew you. That play, folks, that was excellent that y'all did. It was excellent. It was just what our society needs right now. The, the uh, realization that they can't get by the sin. We have instant oats, oatmeal. We got instant rice. Teresa's found something that I really enjoy for lunch, and it's uh, a pot roast. Four minutes in the microwave. It's good. It's not as good as my wife's, but it's good. Huh? Instant pot roast. How do you like that? I want to tell you something. There's no shortcuts to making it to heaven. You can't shortcut it. You can't say, I'm going to take all of this part and I'm going to leave this other part undone. You can't do that. We either take all of Him or we take none of Him. And uh, if we don't take all of Him, or well, what bits we do take, it's not going to count for us either. So we've got to be willing to give all. Peter and John here, they had given all. They were influenced by the Holy Ghost. God's presence sent back down. Not in the form of a man, but in the Spirit. Amen. That it might comfort us. Remember Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. Amen. But I will send another comforter. And He will lead you. And He will guide you. And He will teach you in all things. Amen. And I appreciate the Lord about, about the Holy Ghost coming. Because he's, he's God too. You realize that? The Holy Ghost is God. It's a little weak. I can hear poor Brother Jackie. He ain't got much of a voice right now. I can hear him all the way up here. The Holy Ghost is God. That's better. Amen. And so, we need the Holy Ghost. We don't need the Holy Ghost just outside of us. We need Him living in us. 
Brother Todd was talking about those eyes. The difference. The difference is the light. It is the light of the Holy Ghost speaking through us. Amen. That light coming out. There is a difference. In different places um, that I've studied where it talked about being clean and being pure. When you get into it, it's not talking about soap and water, but it's talking about a shine that comes upon us. A shine. Amen? What is that? That is the Spirit of God working in and amongst us. Amen? And He will give us the strength that we need. He will give us the endurance that we need. He will give us the mercy that we need. And I appreciate Him. He is the He is the one that says, won't you come? Won't you come? Huh? He's the one that... Now, you may not agree with this, but He's the one that taps you on the shoulder and says, the preacher's talking about you. The preacher may not even realize who He's talking about, but the Holy Ghost knows. Amen. And He brings that convicting power. Now, maybe... Maybe I, yeah, I think I was strange. But there wasn't anything better than when I was a little boy. Who in here is eight years old, seven or eight years old? Anybody left? Anybody seven or eight years? Anyway, but I, I was somewhere around seven or eight years old. Wasn't any better than when I knew I'd done something wrong. I'd been sneaking around for a few days, hoping not to get caught. And then finally it comes out. And Mama takes me in there and she wears my hide out. Huh? Felt clean after that. Huh? Some of y'all hadn't had that privilege, but y'all need that privilege. Anyway, to be clean. But when the Lord comes and He brings to it and there's godly sorrow, and we say, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Lord. I've hurt you. I'm so sorry, Lord, that I'm bruising you again. Causing you to bleed one more time, Lord. When we get to the place where we don't want Him to hurt because of us anymore. It'll make a difference in your life and how you live. And so, here in, in these times, they were having a difficult time. So the two, two problems I see, one is making it too easy, and the other one is burdening people down with things that are not sin. Huh? Oh, Brother Jeff, I'm glad you brought that up. You preach against television pretty regular. I don't see anywhere where the Bible says anything about television. It doesn't say anything about television, but it does say, set no wicked thing before thine eyes. You, in years gone by, you might do it now, but if somebody comes to visit with me and they start cussing and and ranting and raving or even getting a little violent, I'm going to tell them, I'm sorry, sir, you're going to have to go. And if they don't go, I'll probably call the police and ask them to help persuade them to go. But yet, people have a television or a movie or even their phone. 
Watching a rape. Watching a murder. Watching a woman being beat. A man being uh, uh, beat up bad because of some kind of dope deal gone wrong. Huh? Out of my house. Amen. Don't put any wicked thing before us. We need the Lord to help us. There are some things in, in the Scripture we don't it might not say today, but it teaches us the principles. Yeah. And we need to know the principles. Yes, we do. I appreciate the Lord for helping. Amen. Verse 21. Sound like my wife here tonight. For all men glorified God. We need to glorify Him Amen. for what He has done for us in our lives. We don't need to put more onto them than what they have. But I want to say something to you also. If you go by the teaching of the elders continually on, somewhere around 100, 200 A.D., the church elders mentioned in their writings that the miracles had passed. And that the Holy Ghost no longer filled like it did on the day of Pentecost. Amen. That's a false. Yeah. The Scriptures never said it would stop. Right. Instead, He said, the Lord said uh, through His prophet that He would baptize them with the Holy Ghost and to their children and their children to them that are far Glory to God. That's you and me. Amen. The Holy Ghost. I appreciate the power of the Holy Ghost. He's still working. He's a much greater force than what you would think. He was the force that when the Lord called down those plagues, it was the Holy Ghost that enacted them. The Holy Ghost is the enactor. God the Father speaks. Jesus speaks. The Holy Ghost enacts and does what is told him. And so, what does Jesus say? He prays to the Father. Father, send the Holy Ghost one more time. Hallelujah. And over and over and over again, we get the renewing, the refreshing, the help of our Holy Ghost. I appreciate our Jesus. It is His Spirit. And in Romans it says that it's the Spirit of Christ. And I appreciate the Lord for that. But I said all that, I said, no, I said some of that. To say this, there are still, still doctrines that we need to get a hold of. They are not new doctrines, but they are old and the original doctrines. Just like in America at Azusa Street when it came through, the Holy Ghost had not been stopped. The Holy Ghost had not been hindered. 
It had still been going on, but in little different places. But through the study of the Word of God and those colleges looking, amen, we had a revival of a doctrine that had been hid in plain sight. It was in the Word of God for us. I believe over the last few years we've been having a revival in the doctrine of Jesus Christ. When I was younger, I... And uh, when I say younger, even amongst in some of the holiness churches, we'd go to holiness churches and they talk about the Lord and they talk about God, but you wouldn't hear the name Jesus. I don't want people to confuse my Lord and my God with Buddha or some other kind of God. I want them to know Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Amen. I appreciate the Lord. That's all I got. Are you digging for those doctrines? Are you digging for those truths? Huh? They're there if you want them to find them. And don't get upset with me now when you come so excited. Brother Jeff, Brother Jeff, did you know, did you know that Abraham ate with Jesus? You know what I'm going to do? I'll just smile. I'll say, I know. But isn't it wonderful? Yeah. Amen. we got to get it for ourselves, folks. got to get it for ourselves. Teresa, give us a song. Y'all come. I don't know how to make an altar call here tonight. Uh, I do want to make opportunity with anyone. If you're not saved here, Jesus is in the house. And He's come to save us from our sins. And I'll be honest with you, you cannot get yourself cleaned up. You cannot do enough things to be saved. You can can work all your life trying to uh, reform yourself. Get yourself off the habits uh, of whatever you've got. can't do that. Just bring what you've got under Jesus. And Jesus will make it right. Some things He'll do instantaneously. Some things may take a little longer. But don't you doubt, Jesus will make a change in you. Amen. So let's come. Let's pray here this evening.
Don't stop. Just keep going. Keep going. Fastest way out of the valley is to keep walking. Amen. I appreciate the Lord. I do appreciate the Lord. I need to make an announcement. And uh, I meant to say it earlier, but I'm glad I didn't because it might have killed the service. But anyway, <clears throat> this morning we uh, we had a lot of guests here, and they had a lot of candy, and they were eating it in church. The rule in our church is no eating in the church, no drinking in the church. That's been the rule. It's always been the rule. Now, if it's a little mint or something like that. But we're not talking about a bag full of candies. We're not talking about a meal. Okay? <laughs> I walk back there. <laughs> they got a whole lunchbox back there. Huh? So, uh... Oh, I thought you said it. I thought you said it wasn't yours. It wasn't mine, but I'm gonna take responsibility. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's all right, but I'm it's just saying, up. huh? It's all picked up and glued to crumbs. And it was my fault. By yeah. accident, but it was my fault. Yeah. And I wasn't. I wasn't really. I'm not trying to poke out anybody in particular, but to help keep the church as clean as we can, and to keep it until we can get some upgrades done to it again, uh, please be careful with the candy. I'm not saying Brother Jackie can't give out a candy or two at the end of church after they have him out. I'm not telling Jeffrey not to bring the bag of candy for his grand youngins. That's fine. But, yeah. But, while we're having service, we need those children's attention in the service and not figuring out what the next color piece of candy they here. Man, some of them youngins this morning up here, whoo, they were going at it. Huh? They was happy, that's right. Yeah, all right. So shake hands, be friendly. Please remember these young people. <clears throat> uh, Roger. 16? I can't imagine that. I think he was eight, seven or eight when they first started coming to the church. Young. Uh, came because of uh, 
Jack and Claudine and Nona. There's a connection there. They've been coming for a long time. She's not where she needs to be, but I can tell there's a pool. We really need to pray for them. Could be our children. Don't shun them other children. Don't shun any of them. It's like shunning your own. My child will never do this. They'll do a whole lot more than what you've ever planned on. All right. She said, Mom's ready. She said, I 
prayed with her. And she said, glory, glory. And I know she's ready. And I thought, oh, I said, Mama, it's going to take so much more. Yeah. I said, you've got to be saved. you got to repent. Yes, that's right. You know, you, your heart's got to be right. you got to be sincere. Glory, glory is not going to get you over to the glory land. And I thought, you know, her daughter being yeah. never going to church, to my knowledge. And I thought, how can you prepare someone that wicked and I know that God can save her yeah. I know that he can heal her yeah. but to not know and then to have a child say mama said glory glory and I know she's ready to go oh I want I want to know I know yeah. that it's going to take so much more yeah. than a glory glory yes. I think about and I probably should break this up right now but I guess I'm just in that place I was thinking about tonight, a long time ago, I was in Savannah, my heart was hard, oh, my heart was hard, and I would pray, Lord, please, show my heart, my heart. I can't remember the scripture he gave me, but my countenance was black. It was <clears throat> black as the devil. There was no, no, uh, no love, no compassion. There was anger. There was, I guess, meanness that I had let the devil just come in. And I guess then, maybe I was, I know I was truly saved. Yeah. And I thought the wickedness, I mean, like Todd said tonight about Bridget, I thought about that. Mm -hmm. And I thought about, oh my, I didn't know where they were going in their life when they got married. Right. But I thought tonight, just not just tonight, this has been going on for a few weeks now. Yep. And I will say it, you come in here yep. with your face dragged in the ground. Your heart is bitter. Yep. You yep. praise and worship yep. when your children are sick, yep. when your mama's dying. Yep. When your job is going all right, yeah. but when things ain't going your way, it's like, oh, here we go again. The darkness in the eyes come up. The heart, the yeah. heart bleeds. You think you're the only one that sees it, and you ain't. Everyone. When I come in here and I'm having, y'all don't know, I haven't slept day and night for three days. I cannot go to sleep. I go to bed. And I lay there, and I lay there, and I get up, and I walk the doors. Jeff was getting up yesterday morning at 7 o'clock. I was going to bed. And I thought, you know, what is going on with my body? Yep. Something is happening. Yep. Yep. But you think I'm going to give up? You yep. think I'm going to Can't do that. The eyes are going dark. I mean, the heart is like, well, you know, who cares? You don't think people care? We all care. Yes, we do. We do. We, we don't know what you're going through, but what you're going through, what what you're going through, what Angel Johnson's going through, it affects us all. Edwards is going through. I don't know, but you don't know what I'm going through. But you know what? That don't mean you got to come in here and act like you're dead. <laughs> you come in here and get into service. I mean, God has a plan tonight. <laughs> And I yeah. thought, you know what? 
worship him. And yes. I'm not, I, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm not a hypocrite. Heavenly. I'm not where I need to be. Heavenly. But let Heavenly. me tell you, every day, Heavenly. I try to do better. And Heavenly. I try to pray every yes. single day. And you know what? I'm not here to prove to you no. that I'm a Christian. Heavenly. And you're not here to prove to me. Yes. But when you walk in here and your countenance is bad or low and you can't shake hands with people and you can't speak to people because you got it sitting up here on your shoulders, you got a problem. You're the one who's got a problem. You're not the church. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We need, like Jeff said, to come together. We are here as a family, as a Christian family. We need each other and we need to pull everybody's 